going on, everybody? Welcome to the first official episode of Financial Aid from the Believe Podcast Network. We're talking college football betting all fall long, and we're going to try to get into some college basketball betting once that starts in the next couple months. But it's all college sports, college football, college basketball all the time here on this podcast. I'm the host, Ben Wittenstein. Appreciate everyone subscribing and reviewing and downloading this podcast. We're going to have a lot of fun this fall and into the winter as well. Hopefully we'll make some money. Uh, with some of these college football plays, college basketball plays that'll be going on. I'm going to make a spreadsheet on Google that will let people see these plays uh, that I put in real time so you know exactly what I'm playing at the price on how much I'm putting down, of course, for these as well. Just I want full transparency for this so everybody sees what's going on on the podcast and Hopefully we'll make some money because these plays in the podcast will happen kind of towards the end of the week. I'm going to try to have some episodes to start the week where we look at some of the line movement and kind of look at for some of the reasons behind why the lines are the way that they are to start the week. Because uh, a lot of these open up on Sundays, so there's there's some money that comes in early uh, Sunday afternoon on some of these plays once they open up at some of these sports books. So just kind of get some of the reasoning behind that. We, we look at some of the leans early on in the week, and then towards the end of the week, We're going to get the plays out there and and try to make some money. So let's just get started. It's week three, college football, first episode of the podcast for Financial Land. I'm going to have some segments throughout this episode for the picks. Uh, Because it's college-related, I wanted to try to have that theme for some of these segments. So we got three-star, four-star, and five-star plays that I'm going to be doing. Three stars, uh, it kind of goes up by how confident I am in the play. So three stars, a little bit confident. I kind of like the plays. I'm going to put some money on it, not a ton. But I'm fairly confident in four-star plays, a little bit more confidence, a little bit higher of a unit play. And then those five-star plays, they may not happen every single week, but those are the ones that I'm going to be the most confident in. Those are the ones I'm going to put the most money on, most units. Um, So we'll have those sporadically throughout every single week, uh, if there even is one for this week. I'm going to try to come up with a theme, too, uh, for the weekend of betting, uh, because each individual Saturday in college football is, is extraordinarily unique. It's like a snowflake. You know, there's not one specific week that is exactly like the other based on matchups and plays and and some of the ranked games that are going to be happening. So that's one of the segments. I'm going to have a, uh, a segment called Hold Your Nose, the Hold Your Nose bet. It's not going to be the prettiest bet, not going to be the prettiest bet that you're going to make all weekend, but you have to make it. The number's too good. The matchup's too good. You're going to hold your nose. You're going to make the bet. You're not going to feel great about it, but you're going to feel good once you win the money. So that's kind of the play that we're going towards for that segment. And then we're going to have the group chat play the weekend. This is this is the play you can send into the group chat, into the betting group chat. You can have some pretty high confidence that it will hit. Um, so th- that that's kind of the philosophy around the group chat play of the week. Uh, that's kind of one of my more positive bets. The, the, the bets that I feel pretty confident and not not always a five-star bet but it's around four four and a half stars so i'm very excited for that so those are kind of the segments that we're going to be using uh week in and week out for this second episode of the week where we really just go through picks and everything like that we're going to try to have the episodes between 15 20 minutes want to get you the picks get you on your way make a bet don't lose any time throughout the throughout the day listening to me ramble on about picks for too long because uh, no one no one wants that so before we start getting into the picks for the week we have to have a theme right everything has to have a theme an overarching theme for this weekend I'm gonna go with Dara Lee Dara Lee and hopefully people are Zoolander fans here but uh, if you aren't see the movie great movie whole point of Dara leaked was from Mugatu, a fashion designer, talking to Ben Stiller's character. He talks about Derelict, this new fashion idea that he has based off the dirty underbelly of cities. He's trying to see the beauty in garbage, essentially. And that is what this week is. Because you look at the slate, 
It's garbage. Folks, it's bad. There's not really fun matchups. There's not really interesting games. There's no intriguing storylines anywhere. I'm not, I love college football, and I'm not super excited for this weekend. There's probably lots of time for people to go out and do whatever they want, make a bet. Don't have to watch the game. There's going to be some gross games. There's going to be some dirty games. But the key here is, is finding the beauty in that. And that's what Derelict was. You know, it's finding, finding the beauty in the gross underbelly of society, as, as poetic as I can make that extraordinarily stupid, funny movie. So that, that's the theme of this weekend. It, we're, we're trying to find little pieces of gold in just heaps of garbage that is this weekend matchups. So let's get into some of these picks, some three-star picks that I got for this weekend, week three college football. We're going to start in the Iowa State game. They're coming off that uh, that incredible win against Iowa, 10-7. to just a, just a barn burner of a game. Really gross. I was at an Iowa bar in uh, in Arizona watching this game, and there was surprisingly a lot of Iowa fans in, in just the middle of Arizona and Phoenix in the hot weather in Tempe. Uh, they were loving it until the final quarter. And Iowa State comes back, 99-yard drive, get the win, 10-7. Game obviously goes under already a very low total of 39.5. Um, they play Ohio this week 18 18 and a half is the spread i'm not looking at the spread get rid of the spread don't love that number super either which way i probably lean ohio but i'm not confident enough to make that play i'm looking at the total let's go over 49 in this game both of these teams ohio and ohio state are coming off of games where they played against good defenses I think this is going to be the game where their offense explodes because they're not going to be restrained by some of these good defenses. Of course, Iowa State is coming off that game against Iowa. We know the, how where Iowa's defense is. Iowa's offense is trash, garbage, just the worst. But their offense can, can move the ball fairly well. Ohio coming off a game against Penn State. And we know how pretty decent and good Penn State's defense can be. Ohio only mustered 10 points in that game. So I think when these two teams play each other, I think we're going to kind of see the offenses from both sides feel the the handcuffs of good defense release them and they're, and they're going to be able to put some points on the board. Iowa State for their own for their own thing, they can put up 30 plus points, I think against Ohio. Um, Ohio will be able to get some of their points. They were able to get 10 garbage time points against Penn State kind of towards the end of that game. I don't think 14 to 17 points is out of the equation for this Ohio team on Saturday. So you know, you get 30, 34 points from, from Iowa State. You get 14, 17 from Ohio. I, I think that's enough to get the over 49, or at least to have faith in that over 49 bet. So I'm going to go over 49 in the Ohio-Iowa State game as my three-star bet. For the four-star bets, I have a few. Um, and unfortunately, as I look through the list, it's two favorites and an under. I, I don't love to bet favorites all the time but sometimes you just kind of have to bet the favorites sometimes you like the favorites in week three we've already kind of seen two games from these teams so we kind of have a pretty good idea of of where these teams are going and their identities and everything that involves them so let's look at an nc state for this first game nc state plays texas tech tech coming off an overtime thriller against houston uh and nc state they they're coming off a win one and one on the season had uh, a bit, uh, excuse me, 2-0 on the season. They had a bit of a disappointing first game against East Carolina. They didn't cover the spread. They won 21-20. to And this is an NC State team that came into this season with extraordinarily high hopes. 
disclaimer, I put money on their over nine and a half wins this season. I still think this is an NC State team that can get double digit wins, that can get 10 wins, something that was a, a huge rarity for this football program in the past. Dave Dorn has really put together some pretty good players. So I'm going to go with NC State minus 10 in this one against Texas Tech. Uh, one of those reasons being that it is um, a bit of a hangover game for Texas Tech. Coming off that overtime win against Houston, the win in overtime. Lots of, lots of things going on in that game where they were not expected to win. They come in, extra time, get the win. Now they have to come and go to NC State. Play the Wolfpack, a Wolfpack team that seemingly is figuring it out. 55-3 to over Charleston Southern. You know, nothing to write home about because it's Charleston Southern, but 55-3, to still an impressive win. I think NC State, with their offensive ability, Devin Leary, we know, is, is a really good quarterback for this Wolfpack team. I think NC State can get it done based on their offense alone. They're 11-3 against the spread in their last 14 games. Texas Tech loves to play fast. I think they had like 109 plays last week in overtime they have that dual threat quarterback in donovan smith got a couple of tall wide receivers i don't think that's going to matter against nc state their defense i think is good enough in the long term in this game to be able to take down texas tech uh it's it's not going to be easy texas tech 411 yards a game this season but nc state's pass defense is there I, i think they should be able to contain for the most part donovan smith I think NC State can can win by two touchdowns or more against Texas Tech at home. This is this is the week where we finally see NC State really show their presence on on the national stage and really show that they are a uh, going to be a force to be reckoned with in the top twenty five. So we're going to go NC State minus ten for that four star play. We got two more UAB minus eleven and a half against Georgia Southern. And I'll say this: I, I was on UAB last week. <laughs> I thought they were going to cover six and a half against Liberty, and they very much did not do that. They lost to Liberty 14 to seven. And the reason they lost, it wasn't because of their defense. It was because they just turned the ball over four turnovers for UAB. And that's just not going to get the job done. If you're trying to beat a team in a revenge game because they lost to Liberty last season in week one, thought this was going to be a revenge game, thought they were going to be able to cover the touchdown. Couldn't do it. So they come into this week, they play Georgia Southern. UAB's got this home game, second home game in a row for the Blazers. They're playing a Georgia Southern team that's coming off a win against Nebraska. This is about like the height of the Georgia Southern season. Clay Helton, their coach, did a great job, got Scott Frost fired. Good for him, should have happened. They're coming off that super season high to a UAB team who's trying to prove themselves again, who had high hopes for this season, and they frankly have the ability to really dominate teams. So I'm, I'm going to take UAB laying 11 and a half. I think their defense can get it done against Georgia Southern. Those four turnovers that I mentioned for UAB, their defense didn't allow a single point off the off those four turnovers. That's, that's really impressive. That's impressive for a really good defense. I don't think the UAB offense turns it over four times again against Georgia Southern. Their running game is good enough. It's going to give Georgia Southern trouble. 250 yards a game from the Blazers. So this is a game I think UAB really bounces back. 11 and a half. It's a bit of a long spread, but a letdown game for Georgia Southern. A bounce back game for UAB at home. Give me 11 and a half. Hopefully they win by two, two and a half touchdowns. Final game for the four-star plays. Michigan State. Let's go out west. Let's go to Washington. Great state of Washington in Seattle, MSU and Washington under 57 is the play. Uh quite frankly this is just going to be the start of the 
difficult part of the schedule for both teams. This is going to be the toughest competition either of these teams will have played up until this point in the season. Uh, and I do want to mention, uh, I'm an Indiana grad, went to IU, watched Michael Penix do uh, amazing stuff at Indiana with Kalen DeBoer. I mean, he was an unbelievable quarterback, made a glass, struggled, struggled with injuries throughout his time at Indiana. So he transferred over to Washington, Caleb DeBoer, Kalen DeBoer, now the head coach at Washington. They're match made in heaven, man. They they uh, they do really well offensively. Michael Penix can just sling the ball every which way. And clearly, this offense, which is just churning in all cylinders, over 40 points in each of their first two games, I think that comes to an end against Michigan State. And I know people are going to talk about Michigan State's defense and talk about how poor their secondary play was last season. But I think Sparty's figuring it out a little bit on the defensive side of the ball, just a little bit. And I think that's going to be enough, at least for both these teams, because it is the best defense as both these teams have seen. I think we're going to get a little bit of a slower pace, at least in that first half. These two teams are going to try to figure it out with each other. Uh, 57 just seems a little bit high. I mean, maybe we get like a ah, 30-24 type of game, 27-24. There's going to be points scored. Michael Penix is going to be sure of that. Is Peyton Thorne going to be able to hold up his side of the bargain on Michigan State's side? I don't know. 57% completion percentage. Not great. Not great for Peyton Thorne in Michigan State. He threw three picks against Mac opponents. I mean, that's not what you want to see from your quarterback. So Michigan State's going to run the ball. That's their strength. They're going to run the ball. They're going to use clock running the ball. That's going to help the under. And I think Penix is going to not be completely ineffective but he's going to be brought back down to earth and and you know big 10 defenses are nothing new to him playing for indiana a couple years ago but i don't think he's gonna have the freedom that he had against the first two opponents of the season so honestly i think this game goes under 57 he played portland state and he played kent state portland state and kent state are not michigan state so I think we don't see Michael Penix as effective as he has been. Game goes under. Not many points scored. So let's do MSU Washington under 57 as a play. No five-star play for me this week. Not super confident. And again, the theme for this week was derelict from Zoolander. It's all garbage. And the fact that this this whole slate is garbage... I was able to find a little bit here and there, but I, I just couldn't find a play that I loved. Next week, I think, is going to be fantastic. It's going to be really fun. We're going to get some interconference matchups. Super excited about that. But this week, not so much. So no five-star play for me. But I do have a hold-your-nose bet. Cover your nose and hold your breath. And I am so confident in this bet for hold-your-nose that I don't even think there is a number out there yet for it. But I'm still going to tell you whatever it is, take the under. Because there is no number low enough other than zero that I feel comfortable for this play. And that is the New Mexico State team total. They're going to Madison. They're playing Wisconsin. And if you if you haven't been following college football super closely, just know New Mexico State is undeniably one of the five worst teams in the country right now. They got Jerry Kill, former Minnesota coach, good coach, able to scheme, did a good job at Minnesota for the Gophers, but he um, doesn't have the talent. Doesn't have the talent that he had in Minnesota. And New Mexico State, when they played Minnesota, a Power 5 opponent, they didn't score a point. They scored absolutely no points. They played Nevada, another eh, 
top, they're bottom 30, bottom 25 team in college football. They're okay. Not great. They only scored 12 points against Nevada. They scored 13 against UTEP. I'm going to say New Mexico State doesn't score a point against Wisconsin. Not against this Wisconsin defense. Not against the Wisconsin team that's coming off an embarrassing loss against Wazoo. Not against a Wisconsin team that's at home. New Mexico State doesn't score. If they score, maybe it's three. Maybe they get a field goal out of this. Late game field goal, maybe. So whatever that team total is, if it's six and a half, under. Three and a half, under. Take the under on the New Mexico State team total. Hold your nose when you do it. You don't love to do it. You're going to be sweating for a majority of this game when you do it. But I don't think New Mexico State scores. And if they do, it's going to be a field goal. It's going to be three. That's my reasoning for that. Now, the group chat play of the weekend is also from this game. Group chat. Text the group chat. Text the boys. This is your pick. This is what you like. Wisconsin minus 37 against New Mexico State. Really, all the reasons that I gave against New Mexican State, New Mexico State is a reason for Wisconsin at minus 37. This is a team coming off an embarrassing loss, quite frankly. They, they couldn't do much. 14 points against Wazoo at home. Back at home this weekend, playing one of the worst teams in college football. Laying 37 points. I think they score 40. I think they score 41. The total of this game is about 46 and a half. Playing the under wouldn't be the dumbest move. I don't know if Wisconsin can score 50 points, even against a really bad football team. I think 40 is is pretty decent. They scored 38 against Illinois State week one. They beat them 38 to nothing. I think we see a similar result this Saturday. 38, nothing. 41, nothing. Whatever it is, I think Wisconsin was embarrassed. They were shocked. Weren't expecting to lose at home against Wazoo. They come out week three, ready to win against as inferior of an opponent as you can possibly get in college football. I think Paul Chris has his team ready. Minus 37. They're laying the points. It's a lot of points to lay. This really, this could have been the hold-your-nose bet as well because it's a lot of points, 37 points, but a decent number. I think Wisconsin can beat them, score in the 40s. Uh, and if you don't like that bet and you don't like the New Mexico State team total, take the under. Under 46. If you can find some 47s, even better. There's just New Me- there, there's no way in hell New Mexico State holds up their end of the bargain in scoring points. And, and if they do... I'm going to be shocked. going to be shocked because there's nothing that this team has done in the past two weeks that has shown they are capable of scoring or being an effective offensive team. So Wisconsin minus 37, group chat play of the weekend. Hold your nose bet. You hate to do it, but you have to. New Mexico State, team total under whatever it is. If it's not zero, under. That's your hold your nose bet. So three-star bets, Ohio, Iowa State over 49. NC State minus 10 against Texas Tech. UAB minus 11.5 against Georgia Southern. And uh, Michigan State and Washington under 57. Those are the plays for Saturday for Week 3 College Football. We got it all within 20 minutes. That's the goal. That's the key. We're going to try to get you in and out, get the plays in, and, and have you on your way. So that's that's the goal. We're going to come back next week, look at the lines, have some picks. I'm really excited for this. Hopefully everyone is as well. Review, subscribe. Let me know what I can do better. Let me know what picks you want. I want this to be interactive as well. I want to have listener picks. I want to have listener hold your nose picks. I want to have picks that people are telling their group chats. Tell me everything, and I will talk about it on the pod. I'll put the picks on the pod. 
If you give me reasoning, I'll read the reasoning. If not, I'll just talk about it and say what I like or dislike about it. Whatever it is, this wants to be interactive. This isn't just me talking. I want people to talk back, and I want people to put their bets on the podcast as well. So good luck to everyone on Saturday, week three. I'm excited. And again, I'll put all these picks on Google uh, Google Sheets that you can go, and I'll post on my Twitter at Ben Wittenstein uh, to find. But good luck to everybody, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye.